1: Welcome to another episode of the Grip for Sixty podcast. We may we may pod, but I may die edition. Um, I'm taking the Jets defense with me because they are dead,
0: and we will all go down together.
1: Just they should just you know okay. So we saw a lot of overtime today, where Jets did a lot of. Three forwards, no D. I'm mm. thinking a five on five, four forwards, one D. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah. You know what? About that's about right. Who says no? Just play uh, two centers. But before we get into tonight, do you want to let's just like quickly go over the trade deadline? Um sure. Okay. Um there's not anything to recap really at the trade deadline. They didn't oh, do yeah. anything. Uh, we were, we already talked extensively about Dylan DeMello and Cody Egan.
1: Did we talk about Cody Egan?
0: Yeah, because remember I screwed up uh, the trade details. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I made a big oopsie. <laughs> that changed your entire analysis of the trade. Yeah, and I, I think at that point <laughs> I was just like so like <laughs> angry that I couldn't like. I I still am towards...
1: still like, did he really like? Think that they were yeah, getting you, you, both Ekin and a pick.
0: You should have stopped me. You, you should have stopped me.
1: Well, I didn't realize that you had made the mistake for a while, and then eventually I did stop you.
0: Yeah, um, but like I'm sure in that episode you could hear like the gears turning in my head of like, oh wait, that's not <laughs> how that works. Brenda.exe is crashing. Why would they? Why would they do that?
1: I don't know. Why would they send Ekin and a pick?
0: I don't know. Cause I thought that, I don't know. I thought the Jets were smart enough to not send a pick for a bad hockey player. But anyway, well, that uh, depends on your evaluation of the hockey player, now, doesn't it? Oh yeah, that's right. He had like forty points like a year ago, so he must be a good player. Could be.
1: Could just be a change of pay, change of scenery.
0: I'm still in the world of not good but that's you know we'll see i could be proven wrong but whatever but uh no i wasn't terribly surprised when they did absolutely nothing no they can at least say they did more to improve their roster in the trade deadline window than nashville who did almost literally nothing yeah like for all I know, David Poyle was just chilling in Florida.
1: Could could it could have happened? Absolutely. Just just never left the GM. This the
0: team is still
1: good. We're still good, right? We don't need to. We don't need to change. Holding on to that
0: dream. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm a little terrified of those four games in hand Nashville has.
1: A little bit. Um,
0: but hey, they're. You you know what would make
1: that Tied less terrifying with Arizona so what beating the Buffalo Sabres
0: yeah yeah that's an, that's another big yikes
1: getting more than 1 point on the east coast swing probably
0: um yeah that's that's probably what I would re- recommend you know cuz they um they beat Ottawa.
1: Oh, they did. You're right.
0: Yeah. Does that really count, though? I mean, you still get two points. Does that really count? I don't know. You'd be saying the same thing if they beat Buffalo, who is somehow still technically in the playoff race, I guess. Are they? Is that I mean, why they
1: acquired Wayne Simmons? They, bought, they think they're in the yeah. playoff
0: hunt. Yeah, they they uh they bought Wayne Simmons so. They bought Mm -hmm.
1: half a year of Wayne Simmons by trading away a pick, which to me still makes...
0: Listen, listen. they got got two games in hand, and they're only 10 points out.
1: (laughs) But they're in no position to trade picks at all.
0: Just, Just go with it. What? Just go with it. It's...
1: I just want to have a talk with the Buffalo Sabres front office.
0: I think a lot of people want to have a talk with the Buffalo Sabres front office. Actually, I want to have a talk with Jack Eichel.
1: Can we get him out of there?
0: You're Connor McDavid playing, except this time it's just Jack Eichel. It's
1: Eichel, yeah. Because at least now, Connor, after the trade deadline, Connor McDavid has some help.
0: Good old Andreas Athanasiu. Athanasiu. Did you see um? Somebody asked him about um, – because he wore 72 in Detroit. And someone asked him why he's not wearing 72. And he's like, well, the mascot wears 72, and I don't want to give him a Rolex. So I'm changing my number. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's so, great. I mean, plus, I mean, have you ever seen Hunter – He's terrifying. I actually haven't. He's he's like, you know how people were like t- terrified of gritty, like quote t- unquote terrified. Yeah. Hunter's that, but like, unironically. Like he's the last mascot you want showing up at a kid's birthday party.
1: Oh, he's not that terrifying.
0: I don't know. It's not. He also has abs which is
1: His abs? also
0: horrifying, yeah. But...
1: Why? Why? He's just a furry.
0: Yeah, he's... Ba- yeah.
1: Who decided this?
0: Uh, the Oilers. Come on. What? Probably Peter Shirelli. But, like... Why
1: does a mascot need abs?
0: I don't know why not.
1: All the best mascots have guts.
0: I don't know. It looks like the Philly Fanatic Ritty, just lost like fifty pounds. Fanatic
1: so. Jackson Deville.
0: Anyway, I I don't know why I threw that out there. We go Iceberg. into weird. We go into weird tangents. Um. So Thunderbug, the Jets do absolutely nothing with the trade deadline, which to me just kind of epitomizes the whole. Well, we're kind of in a playoff position. We're kind of a playoff team. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what to do with that from here, but hey, we're here, and we're just going to have a fun time.
1: I have an idea of what they should do, but I'm going to save it for another pod because uh, now is not a good time to talk about how bad Mark Shifley is. Um, Ooh, that that's a, it, that's it gonna
0: is a—it going it's to be not, a spicy pod.
1: It, but, it's not – I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's a bad center. Um,
0: he's not like actually bad. No, like, he's not. You know. Yes, he's good. If you go to the Jet stats page and you sort by points, in that sense, yes.
1: But, but uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about that on a different podcast. Yeah, because Faithfully did good things in today's game.
0: I mean, he scored a goal.
1: He scored a goal. Yes.
0: Bizarrely, I don't know how, in, but he scored in a. a goal in a manner that, I guess maybe because it was against the Capitals, this is why I'm saying that, but it almost reminded me of, like, Obi's, like, legendary goal against the Coyotes, like, right. 15 years ago. Mm. And it just kind of, it just kind of happened. Didn't he also have the shootout goal today, too? Yes, he had, I yeah. believe so, yeah. The, yeah. The, the one shootout goal? Yeah, he, uh, he went 5-1, Holtby. 5 Holtby.
1: Yeah, so now is now is not a good time to, uh, break out my plan
0: i'm not apologizing for that bad whole joke
1: um did we talk about the trade i mean we said we were going to but we kind of danced around it what else do we need to talk about with the trade deadline
0: i don't think we really need to talk about anything they did nothing and i we guess that's the- okay i mean i didn't i don't this isn't a year that the Jets should go all in on. No. I still think them acquiring Cody Eakin is a head scratcher.
1: Uh, I am going to give him a fighting chance before I say that he's bad.
0: At the very least, I think that is a bad. Uh, it's a bad process. Probably. Probably. Alright. Uh let's move into the last couple of games. Why don't we? Are you good?
1: Yep, I'm good. I'm just very out of it today.
0: Oh no, I, I can I can feel it.
1: I'm just very out of it. So yeah. Buffalo Sabres. Not good. Um after that game I was so ready to just throw in the towel. I was gonna ready to come on the podcast and be like You know this is why this is where no this is the game that i got my mark Shifley take from um well not the the game shouldn't do my evals like that but i started to think about okay what's going on with this team what can we do to fix like started thinking about oh this i'm tired of talking about how talented this forward group is without getting the results without getting the victories right which then made me go, well, maybe Mark Shifley's to blame. I don't know. That's probably not a good analysis, but that's what I started thinking about. And then the Capitals go up 3 nothing, and then I'm like, oh, here we go again. I zone out for a few minutes, and it's tied at 3.
0: What... <sighs> This team. Are you saying that like, this team defies explanation? I hate this team.
1: But let's let's stay focused on the Buffalo game. What are your what is your takeaway from the Buffalo game?
0: I thought that the Jets might have deserved a little better. It's just weird because <laughs> they limited the Sabers to only 30 shot attempts. But how many shot attempts did they take? Uh forty three. So so in that sense, like it's it's good pretty good mm. but on the other hand jets didn't really do anything offensively either other than take shots
1: right and that was my I, I i tried to watch this game i tried to pay attention to this game and like come up with some analysis but like nothing happened once again and they Winnipeg to peg jets game nothing happened a few goals were scored that's the only thing i can remember from this game
0: i i do not blame you for uh having a hard time coming up with analysis in a Jets-Sabers game that was on, like, a Saturday afternoon.
1: Kyle Oposo scored twice. I didn't know he was still in the league.
0: And that's completely fair. I mean, the assists on that – The assists on the first – I'm sorry. You know who had two assists?
1: Oh Legendary
0: my NHL All-Star. Oh, my God. Zemgis Gergensens.
1: Oh, if we we had a clip of the Latvian national anthem, now is
0: the time to play it. Listen, I will never forget the time that the country of Latvia just, like, (laughs) spams the (laughs) NHL All-Star vote to get Zemgis Gergensens into the All-Star game.
1: Did our Latvia just, like, stage a coup or something?
0: That has to be, like, an underrated NHL moment. Like, underrated, dumb NHL moment.
1: I want to say Latvia got... Like, God, that started, and then the Sabres Sabres fan base just was like, fuck it, let's go. (laughs) Gergensons, let's go. This is our (laughs) chant
0: to blow up a ballot box. It's just so – I mean, it's just so bizarre. I mean, it's not like they've done it (laughs) since. It's not like Zemgis Zemgis Gergensons is a a mainstay at the NHL All-Star game. Granted, that they, they've uh, limited it a lot since then, but still.
1: I want to say he was better than than he is now, or that he had higher expectations or something. I don't know. I don't know Buffalo Sabres very well, because frankly, who has the energy?
0: So apparently, I'm looking at an old article, Zemgis Gergensen's had, like, not quite the double the votes, but still, like, a lot more votes than... Patrick Kane, and Jonathan Taze. Oh, my goodness. And that was from early December.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. While we're talking about the All-Star game, oh real, real quick. Did I do this on the last episode? I don't know. Did I talk about emergency goalies in the last episode?
0: Probably a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scott Foster versus David Ayers? Yes. Yes.
1: Make it a thing. NHL, please. This is my platform to tell you the fun things you should be doing like this and micing up your All-Stars. Why is not every single All-Star mic'd up at these events? Like, wh- Help me! Sorry. T- tangent over. I guarantee you it's not the last one either. You good? Yep, I'm good. You sure? It's no, good? but yes. I'm not good, but we can continue.
0: You are good to continue, at least.
1: I'm struggling, but, yeah, we can continue.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe some of the disparity to me is that, like, overall, the shots on goal were pretty even, like 26-25. So, I guess maybe that's where I'm coming from. I don't know. It was just kind of a – it was very much like a lazy Saturday afternoon game. Listen,
1: if you're trying to make the playoffs,
0: Do better. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really have any, like, biting analysis from this game other than, hey, maybe don't lose to fucking Buffalo.
1: Do fucking better. At least Jansen Harkins showed up. That's something we can talk about. Jansen Harkin's playing on the top line. That's fun. And he did well, from what I could see. Was I only paying attention when I heard the announcer say Harkins?
0: Maybe. You were snapped out of your like Saturday afternoon days. <laughs> yeah, kind of. You're just like, wait, who, what?
1: Well, because I knew he was playing on the top line, and he's been playing well recently. So I was just like, oh, there goes the boy.
0: Hmm. But yeah, and that that top line was actually pretty good against the Sabers. Yeah. I mean, it turns out that, you know, when you get two like defend really bad players defensively off the top line, they do a little better. Though I want to point out, <laughs> at least according to Natural Stat Trick, they gave Andrew Kopp, uh almost like sixteen minutes with Kyle Connor and Patrick Wayne. I would too. And they were actually good. Well, actually, yeah. sorry, I'm taking that back. They were fine in like terms of Corsi, but they were really bad in expected goals. So. 2C um, Andrew Cobb. Let's do it. Maybe just don't play Kyle Connor with Patrick Line.
1: Okay. How about this? Ellers, Cobb, Line. To me, that's the ideal line.
0: Yeah, because you got the defensive presence of. Andrew Kopp, and yes. you've got the lethal goal-scoring ability of Patrick Liney. Yes. And you've got Nick Ellers, who is just everything good about hockey wrapped up in one player. Mm. Delicious. Listen, I love Nick Ellers.
1: <laughs> this is half of the podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: Listen, Connor I-
0: Hellbuck didn't play tonight, so I have to talk about uh, – my boy, Nick Ellers.
1: Paul, please. Nick Ellers, line A centered by Andrew Kopp. Make it happen.
0: All right. That's enough talking about Buffalo. So let's
1: hmm.
0: move into yeah, we don't really need the Capitals game. Uh, the Jets defense didn't exist in the Capitals no. game.
1: Well, well okay. Here's, here's some news that we can get to. What did we learn over the weekend, Brendan?
0: Uh don't lose to non playoff teams
1: well, that, but also um Josh Morrissey,
0: ah, yes, hurt yes,
1: out how long I don't remember it's you
0: know,
1: important, but do you remember how long is he day to
0: day yeah, he's probably like day to day till he returns or whatever well,
1: that's uh, aren't we all um So, Morrissey out before the Buffalo game, which I guess might be a reason they couldn't move the puck. Um, Because, you know, if Morrissey is hurt and you refuse to play Niku, who's moving the puck on this team? Um, Defensively, anyway. And then we learn before the Washington game, Sammy Niku, who was slated to play, gets hurt right before pregame warm-ups or during pregame warm-ups or something, right before the game. So he's out. His uh, warmups—is that too too late to like get a guy to quickly dress for the game?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Guys, get um, out of the press box and into the locker room. Thanks. Please suit up.
0: Because uh, they had potato play, so it was it was all good. Uh,
1: it's all good. Just. The image of, like, Ovechkin just casually skating around Boteto.
0: Yeah, it was not a fun night. Sabiza. Not a fun night for Laurent Brasol and But he did no. fine. He was fine. Yeah. You know, it's not his fault that the team in front of him was expected to give up 3.2 goals tonight. Well, uh, according what did to they give up, track, so. how,
1: how many actual goals did they
0: give up? They only gave up three.
1: Exactly so. three. So that's, like, the same thing.
0: And that's not including another, like, .3 of an expected goal on the, at, you know, when you're including all situations, so.
1: Okay, so maybe he saved...
0: Half a goal. Half a goal, which rounds up to a goal. Which, given Laurent Brossois' performances this season, I will gladly take.
1: Okay, is this just my imagination, or is there good Laurent and there's bad Laurent? Possibly. I feel like sometimes we get bad Laurent, which I guess for a backup goalie should be expected to have some inconsistency, but that's my analysis of Laurent.
0: Well, I mean, his save percentage this season is still below 900, so. That makes you think. That, that's, not, that's not good. But he has, uh, at least before tonight, he had three straight performances of over 900, so. There's that. So maybe there's a little credence to your theory. Improvement. Um, Call it that. So, do you have the fancy
1: stats on these? Yes. Do you have because I didn't get natural stat trick up because I was lazy.
0: Sorry, right, I got you.
1: What happened in the second period? Just like what?
0: what? Yeah, it was all just kind of a, a giant mess. But you know, Jets scored a couple of goals. So, it's, I mean, actually they only scored one goal, but uh, and then they scored two in the third.
1: Is this just score effects taking place, and the Jets happened to get um, some PDO there in the third? Like, well, what 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 is actually going on here? How did they go from 3-0 three no, three down to 3-3 three, three tie? Well,
0: there was actually, like, a lot of shot attempts in this game. It was 59-54 in favor of the Jets. Is this just 5-on-5? Five five? Yeah, it's just 5-on-5. Five five. The Jets playing high event hockey? Yeah. What? Um, But, you know, I keep – I don't know if it's just because, like, Todd Rudin was there when Trotz was there or what, but I keep feeling, like – Todd Reardon is just, like, the budget version of Barry Trotz.
1: Yeah, I feel like they're doing the exact same stuff.
0: Yeah, and I was going to say, this is very much like that, in the sense that the Jets out-attempted them, but, like, the Capitals dominated in quality.
1: I mean, if you're taking over a team like the Capitals, why change anything?
0: And that's completely fair.
1: You've got guys like Ovechkin and Tom Wilson that are backstrom, like, you know what they're going to do. Just let them do it. Um, and look, it's working. Um, but that's an, another rant for a different day about the flyers for a different podcast. Um, yeah. So that was interesting. Not the result that we want at the end. Um would have liked to have gotten two points from this game. Particularly the way this team fought back.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it has been kind of a grueling schedule for them lately. With them oh, basically yeah. playing every other day since February well, they, 14th. Let's see.
1: One, two, three, four. So they've played four games in six days. Yeah. Because I mean, they had that back to back over the weekend, and it's like they're on the East Coast. I had this as a scheduled loss, and I thought the Jets were going to make me eat my words.
0: I think the Caps had. I think the Caps broadcast mentioned that the Caps had also been playing three games in four days. At the mm-hmm. very least, they were coming off a pretty tough I- win against Pittsburgh on Saturday or on Sunday. Hmm. But it's okay because these two teams meet each other on Thursday, Ugh. And the stupidest home and home. This like it's got to set like a, like a mileage record for longest home and home.
1: Is this worse than uh, the home and home with Dallas?
0: Yeah, I think so. I, to me, <laughs> I think it is.
1: You had a fit over that one too. That,
0: yeah, I, I would have. I would be having a fit over this one. As well, if I didn't already have a fit over that. So, yeah, I would recommend not doing back to backs that are that stupidly long.
1: They're not back to backs. There's, there's a travel, home, and homes,
0: whatever. I don't know why. I'm just like reminded of this. Like, Tyler Kennedy once gave this great like, one liner once of like road trips or like, or you know, when you're on a road trip, you change time zones, like you change underwear. Or whatever. Oh, and I, I don't know. I was just thinking about that.
1: <laughs> are you saying on a back to back, you don't have time to change your underwear?
0: No, I'm just, I was just thinking about all the time zone switches that it, that are involved on this dumb trip.
1: Stupid.
0: Right. Like, I can't imagine that. It's fun, like going from what are they? I guess, are they the central time zone? I yes. don't know. The central time
1: zone. Central time zone. Yes.
0: I don't know. I can't imagine it's like. Learn your Canadian
1: geography.
0: I don't know. I I, I can't imagine it's like a whole lot of fun, like doing all that travel and, you know, changing times and everything.
1: And uh, there aren't that many teams that also play in the central time zone. Like most of it's Eastern or Pacific. Well, I guess in their division, which makes it easier. In their division, there are quite a few central time zone teams, but.
0: By the way, Google's telling me that Winnipeg to Washington, D.C., is like 450 kilometers longer than going to Dallas. So,
1: How is that in miles?
0: Uh, I don't know. Google didn't spit me out miles. It just gave okay. me kilometers. There's
1: a unit converter in Google as well. Yes, but that requires another Google search. Fine, I'll do that for you.
0: So think like 280 miles.
1: Oh, that's, that's significant. Yeah. That's, that's like from here to um, Naples? I have no clue. Because it's like 200-ish miles to Tampa, I think.
0: I have no idea. You would know better than me.
1: <laughs> so a little bit more than that would make it. Or Fort Myers, maybe. I
0: don't know. Anyway, that doesn't matter. I just, I'm just Matters thinking about me. that. I don't know. We'll figure it out after, after the show. What else did you want to talk about the Capitals game? Um. Oh, three forwards. Three forwards. I finally got it. We got it. It took. It took
1: the entire defense dying, but we got it. There are no more defensemen.
0: The the Jets finally did what I feel like every team should do and start three-on-three overtime with three forwards. Oh, my goodness. To (laughs) me, you should only ever play a defenseman in three-on-three overtime if they're, like, a good puck mover. (laughs) Like, your Chris Latangs of the world should be the only defenseman playing in three-on-three overtime.
1: Neil Pionk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because at that point, he's basically a third forward.
1: So Sammy Miku.
0: Okay I don't know. I've never seen him play for round three, I don't
1: think. Well, he should. He makes some silky passes. Oh, I do want to point out the Capitals' third goal was scored by a guy named Garnet Hathaway.
0: Yeah.
1: Garnet Hathaway. Yep. Are you telling me that's not a character on Downton Abbey?
0: <laughs> I I don't know what to tell you about that one.
1: <laughs> I feel like if you get scored on by Garnet Hathaway, like you just automatically lose.
0: Yeah, once again, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, and uh, shout-out to Kyle Connor with a beautiful goal on the breakaway tonight and also a very nice shootout goal. So, there's that.
1: Hey, hey. oh, wait. No, that was Shifley with a shootout goal.
0: Oh, well, there, were, there were two.
1: There were two? Yeah. Oh, Blake Wheeler had the other one. Oh, was it Wheeler? It was Wheeler. No, Ellers had a, a – mm. Not so good. Yeah, to I was gonna say
0: a a slap shot is a pretty questionable mm. decision on a on a shootout.
1: No, it was, I was I just ugh.
0: like I re, I kind of respect the attempt to go against the grain, but I would also not do a slap shot in a in a shootout.
1: It it can work. I've seen it work before, but just gotta do better than that. We hype up Ellers so much only for him to disappoint us occasionally.
0: Listen, if you're evaluating players based on their shootout performance, I don't know what to tell you.
1: It's still, like, I feel like he should be good at shootouts. Have you seen his silky mitts? I mean, yes. Like, he can dangle, like, three guys at one time. He should be able to dangle past a goalie. I, I feel... Like, and he's fast! Like, this, this skill set should translate.
0: Are you saying he's, like, the opposite or, it's like, the anti-Jonas Donskoy? I don't know what that means. Oh, he was known as the Don Father in, in San Jose because he was basically yes. just a shootout specialist. Oh.
1: Sure, maybe. I don't know. But I'm also basing this on
0: one shootout attempt, which, you know... But like the Caps broadcast mentioned, that he never scored on a on a shootout attempt before, which surprised me. But yeah. Also, Mark Scheifele, like before tonight, was like a forty-seven percent career shootout shooter. Like what? <laughs> that seems high.
1: Yeah. I do want to point out, like the Capitals have insane shootout talent. Like Oshie is broken. For some reason, they... Well, Kovalchuk, yes. Although, that was a save. Kuznetsov, really? Backstrom? And then, like, Ovechkin was your fifth shooter? How low is this team in, like, this skill?
0: I don't
1: know. I've got nothing else on this game.
0: Also, like... The idea of T.J. Oshie and Ilya Kovalchuk going back-to-back in a shootout, but on the same team is weird to me. Just. Though, I, I do hate it when uh, this team or another team or whoever just gets owned by Timothy Jimothy. So Timothy Jimothy. Listen, the but the T and the J stand for is completely up to you. So in my Timothy, world, it's Jimothy. Timothy Jimothy.
1: Timothy Jimothy
0: having it stand for just TJ is not dumb. not okay. Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. Timothy dumb. Jimothy.
1: Timothy Jimothy.
0: All right, you got any closing D-J. comments? Um,
1: the Oilers on Saturday. Oh, wait, we can get another. Yeah, the Oilers on Saturday might be an interesting game. I yeah. think they're going to struggle with McDavid and Athanas and you together um, particularly if Sabiza is out there like that like Sabiza is going to look like he's moving in slow motion or Boteto like that's just oh. somebody get a forward out there sort thing sort
0: things out before
1: we can't just oh just outmaneuvered to hell.
0: I really want to see the Oilers just go like full fuck defense mode and just throw see Athanasiu, and Connor McDavid on the same line and just oh be like, goodness. I'm okay yeah. with whatever happens from here on yeah. out.
1: <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to happen fast.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just like, we're just going to have fun.
1: <laughs>
0: it, it's like the portion of Micah's graphs yeah, yeah. that are um, like, yeah, like the, exactly we, we may happy. win, but I may die.
1: Yeah, that's where I got the inspiration yeah. for this episode title. <laughs> yeah. We may win, but I may die. <laughs> that's exactly what that would be. Oh. Right,
0: like, you're the oiler. It's just... Just have fun. Just be like, we have Connor David and Dreisaitl, and we're just going to push the pedal the entire time.
1: Sure. Fuck it. The Defense is bullshit.
0: Remember that. The goalies are voodoo. Unless you've got uh, Connor Hellebuck.
1: Well, yes. You know.
0: Connor Hellebuck for Vesna. I almost I said only, yeah. I almost said for Norris, I was like, nope. I almost
1: wonder, I almost wonder if that hope, if that wish is dying out with the Jets' playoff hopes.
0: I hope not. I I, I swear, if Vasilevsky wins the Desna again <laughs> for like the second year in a row, where he probably didn't deserve it. No, he does probably not, not this year. Like, if we gotta stop doing the whole sort by wins and then be like, oh, that's the best goalie. Just annoys the shit out of me. It's like, no, <laughs> that's not how that works.
1: You play to win the game. You play to win the game.
0: But yeah, I just had to tag my, you know, Connor Hallock for for now. All right, I think that's gonna do it for us. Unless yeah. you've got anything else. Nope. Right. I want to go to bed. Yeah, it's late here on the East Coast. So, all right, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Grip for 60 pod. You can also do that on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can <sighs> follow me on Twitter at B 727. You can follow TC on Twitter at TC underscore nine Oh four. And the same goes for Instagram. Uh, and lastly, uh, as always, you know, check out our other friends on the hockey podcast network. And also, uh, feel free to like hit the five stars button on iTunes. So, Brendan, yes,
1: are you going to be on the Ice Analytics podcast? No,
0: they still I don't know. No. They never, they never talk to me. So, alrighty. Uh, so that's gonna do it for us. Thank you for listening to another episode, and have a good one.